This is the Side Hustle Social Podcast. I am Will and I am your host. Thank you for joining the conversation today. We'll be speaking with a student and an influencer who has experienced both winning and losing social media. We will talk about their hurdles and their victories. First, if you have not already, please subscribe and review the show. Now, let's join the conversation. All right. I just want to take a moment and welcome Haley to our program today. She's an amazing young lady who has a lot of ambition out there. And we're going to chat about that today. How are you doing today, Haley? I'm so good. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Absolutely. I, you know, I, you were telling me about all the fun adventures you've had up until five minutes ago. And we're like, uh, yeah, we're in the same boat, just waiting, you know, forgetting what time our interviews are and remembering yep. what we are. <laughs> so, welcome to the world of podcasting. You're welcome. Oh gosh, I swear I lose track of time so easy. I, it's one of my goals, okay, is to get better at keeping track of my time. Absolutely. Oh, right. man. Tell you what. Well, let's talk about you. So tell my guest about you, a little bit about yourself, and we'll start from there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> She's like, do you have an hour? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I, I, I told you, Will, I could talk for hours, but um my name is Haley obviously I'm 25 I'll be 26 in May which is kind of crazy you know I feel like I just graduated high school yesterday and now I have a master's degree and in the career field it's just all crazy um but so yeah I'm 26 or wow oh my goodness I can't talk well let's start over I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm 25 and I work in golf actually so I I am a golf tournament coordinator, and then I also started my own business, so I do that on the side, and I went to Illinois State University, and I have my bachelor's in public relations and my master's in sport management. So, you survived being in Illinois. That's to be applauded right there. But we're oh, going to try to leave it as much as possible. <laughs> 100%, and I'm, I'm still in Illinois now. I'm in Northwest Illinois, so it's yeah. absolutely beautiful, and yeah. a lot of people may listen to this and think, Northwest Illinois, like, you mean Chicago? No, that's Northeast, honey. Yeah, so. Like, <laughs> other way, everyone always says, like, I studied abroad, and whenever I was abroad, people were like, oh, you're from Chicago, huh? I'm like, I'm just going to leave it at Chicago. We're just going to yeah. leave it there. <laughs> We're not going to argue about it. I <laughs> no. live in Southern Illinois. And so no one realizes the beauty of Illinois. They only see Chicago and Springfield. And you're just like, no, there's the rest of us here that have nothing to do with Chicago. <laughs> so, oh, 100%. Have you seen that know. meme that's like, oh, you're from Illinois? And it just yeah. like says Chicago yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, it's all of it. No, no, no. There's a lot of farm and a lot of beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, so anyway, you, so. You said you started your biz, uh, business. What did you start doing? Absolutely. So I actually started my own business with It Works Global about three months ago. Mm -hmm. And that's about the same time that I started with the Side Hustle Social. Shout out to the fam. Uh, <laughs> and I just 
always thought that there was more for me in my life. And I came across this business because one of my really good friends who I actually did service trips with at ISU, her name is Jamie. Shout out to my girl, Jamie. Um, she actually sent me a message on Facebook and I thought to myself, you know, I have a career, I have a master's degree, I have a bachelor's degree. I don't need to start this business. Mm -hmm. You know, why would I need to do that? I have a career. Yeah. And I kind of watched her for a little bit. And I, at the same time that she had reached out to me, I was also starting a health and wellness journey. And so I've always been an athlete my whole life. I've always loved eating healthy. I've always loved fitness. I've always loved all of it. And um, unfortunately, I've had an injury to my back. And so I was unable to do a lot of the workouts that I used to do. So I've gained, I had, I should say I've lost now, but I did gain a lot of weight at the time. And so I, I remember waking up one morning and I said, no enough is enough. I'm done with this. And so I actually hired my friend Morgan. She's a personal trainer. I actually went to Illinois state with her as well. She started her own business. Um, and so she's my personal trainer. And then Jamie reached out to me and I said no to Jamie at first, but then I was like, no, this is the perfect. It, it was just kind of the perfect combination, the perfect time. And so everything kind of fell into place all at the time that it needed to fall into place. And so I started taking the health and wellness products, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that it works offers. And between my health and wellness routine, fitness, and just being more mindful about my eating and what I'm putting into my body, I've lost mm -hmm. over 20 pounds now. That's awesome. So. That's really great. Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, a little secret in between you and me and everyone who's listening. For <laughs> a year and a half, I actually was an It Works representative. So I'm extremely familiar with it and it's great products. And oh my, my favorite, gosh. I have two favorite products. And, um, <clears throat> I want to know what yours are. My two favorite were the fat burners and their energy drinks. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so since you've used products, they've been completely reformulated. I can tell you that, um, yeah. last year the, and I've, I've only had my own business for about two months now ish. Mm -hmm. So I'm relatively new to this industry. Mm -hmm. And I know that last year the products were reformulated. And then this year I actually just got back from Tampa. We had our annual conference mm -hmm. this past weekend and we launched our ketogenic tea, and then a skinny brew coffee, which is a black French roast coffee. Mm. So <laughs> just new products all around, but my favorite products would have to be our keto coffee. Oh my God, it has changed my life 100%. Like I am not a coffee drinker. Yep. So to anyone out there that says I don't like coffee. I don't like coffee. I've never liked coffee. I've always been a tea drinker. Yep. And so I'm like, there's no way I'm going to like this coffee. Well, it's like not your traditional coffee. It's not a dark. Yeah. We just launched our French roast coffee. This literally four days ago, but yeah. this keto coffee is very light, creamy, buttery flavor. It, it, it's, it's not anything that a coffee drinker wouldn't like like I drink it without ha adding our chocolate super greens to it mm -hmm. and I, I I love it so yeah 
Yeah, I'll keto coffee, that. favorite. Their greens are amazing. Um, I actually, that's my third favorite. I took that for <laughs> a year and I did not have but maybe two sinus infections. And I went from having one every three weeks uh, for a whole year. Yeah, to <laughs> not only having two from the time I took it. And so um, now granted, let's put a disclaimer out there. It's not always the same for everybody. And Correct, we're not health, yes. you know, we're not doctors and all that, you know, whatever. Um, but, um, you know, it, it helped me. I believe it can help other people and I've seen other people benefit from it. How have 100%. you? Absolutely. Now you're fairly new to it. And so I have to ask, how have you handled the rejection rate? Because it's usually a little higher on the multi-level marketing. Of course. And our, um, Pam Souter, our chief, our chief marketing officer. She, Shout out to Pam. I love Pam. Oh my God. She was just five feet from me on Sunday or on Saturday night. I love her. Um, and she also has a podcast and I've listened to like everyone religiously. So awesome. love her. But she always says it is 95% mind and 5% work. Really is. And 100%. It, I mean, 100%, like just so much. I mean, it's, I think the, the hardest part for me, and I'm really starting to get over that hump now mm -hmm. was people, the judgment. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, you're doing that. It's like, <laughs> well, how about, cause I was the same way, Will. Yeah. I, I literally was just like, there's no way, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I started doing it and I saw mm -hmm. that this company is about faith, family, friendship, and freedom. Mm -hmm. Like faith. Like, first of all, I have a very strong faith. And mm -hmm. so, and I, I like to have fun. Clearly, if you can't tell, I like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family. My dog is sitting right next to me. He's my family and freedom. I, like I said, I think at the beginning, I've always wanted more. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that I was put on this earth. God put me on this earth to help people. Yeah. And I, I just remember, I remember back to like the fourth grade, <laughs> like wanting more. And what's so crazy to me is that Mark Pentecost, our, our CEO, he made the word for 2020 more. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to Jamie when I decided to start my business and just telling her I want more. And that was before I ever knew the 2020 word was going to be more. And so I just am so, like I said, I, I feel like this business was put into my life at the perfect time. Mm -hmm. And like you asked, getting back to your question, how have I handled the rejection? You know, I really don't care. And you have to get that way, you it, know, with multi-level market or any, any business. Um, when you create yeah. your own business, you have to go, you know what? It's not for you. That's fine next a hundred 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 percent i don't care if you're a part of a multi-level marketing business mm -hmm. if you just started your own health and wellness business in downtown galena where i live or <laughs> you know wherever 
whatever the business is, I don't care. There's going to be people that tell you no. There's going to be countless people that tell you no. And it's every no is one step closer to a yes. That is what Pam says. That's what our CEO says. That's what I've always said. And so if someone, I think what fires me up the most is when someone doubts me or someone tells me I can't do something because it makes Mm -hmm. me want to do it more. Oh yeah. It's like, prove me wrong. Okay, fine. Let me do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It just, so that's how I'm, that's how I'm dealing with the rejection. And at first, Mm -hmm. at first it really bothered me because I realized that the people closest to me were Mm -hmm. not supporting me. Isn't it, isn't it true? You would think that it would be the other way around, and it's true. Unfortunately, it's not. It's usually the ones that are most critical, and I don't think they intend on to be completely critical. I think they're being more, oh, well, you may want to watch out because this kind of stuff does this, that, and the other. I'm protecting you, but at the same time, they're trying to hold you back at the same time. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I literally, you know? like, and I love this friend. I love this friend, and I won't say her name, but she did reach out to me and say, like, oh, I'm just trying to protect you. And I'm like, you know, I actually really appreciate you reaching out to me because, of course, there's been sketchy businesses out there before. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Let's just put that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, but then again, let's go back to the fact that there's sketchy businesses on main streets of towns across America. Yep. Like a a multi-level marketing, social networking, whatever Mm. the heck type of industry business you want to call it is Mm. becoming a lot more normal. Social media isn't going away. Health and wellness isn't changing. And guess what? All of our products are vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, soy-free made with natural plant-based ingredients. People care what they put in their bodies. And I also shouldn't say every single one because we do have a product label on every single product. I'll just put that out there. Every but single one of them. <laughs> every single product has a product label and it has answers every single question that you want to know about it. Yep. Because people, I'm getting really passionate. I'm like, put my finger at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but because people care what they put in their bodies. Yeah, exactly. And so... Now- yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're coming to a, and a lot of people don't realize it. They go, Oh, you, you should be a part of multi-level marketing. I said, well, you're part of one. And they're, t- they're taking it back. Cause they're like, well, no, I'm not. I said, well, do you have a manager? Well, yeah. Do you have a supervisor? Yeah. Do you have a vice president, a president? Yeah. Uh, you're part of a multi-level marketing. <laughs> so they're like, Yeah, you know, it's just the way it is, you know. (laughs) Oh my God, that is absolutely hysterical that you that you said that because I was actually just gonna say the other thing that I hate when people say is, "Oh, it's a pyramid." Yeah, well, you're part of it, honey. (laughs) Everybody in this world is a part of pyramid. Like, think about like I'll just give an example. I work at a resort right now. I work in golf. Mm -hmm. We have an owner. Okay. Under the owner, you have a general manager and you have a director of sales. Under those two, you have your middle-level managers. Under mm-hmm. your level, middle-level managers, you have your supervisors. And then yep. you have your staff. Mm-hmm. If and- you look at that closely, <laughs> you want to tell me what that looks like. It's a box. <laughs> it, it's a box. It's, it's a box. just a box. <laughs> it's so funny. And the difference yep. between... 
a resort like, or, or any job, I'm just using a res my resort as an example, the difference between where I work now and the business yeah. that I'm currently, you know, in working on working for right now mm -hmm. is there's room for every single person yeah. to make as much money as they want to make. Yep. It's like, it, you can, I can, I started right now and my goal by next year is to mm -hmm. make X amount of dollars or reach X amount of promotions within the company. Mm -hmm. That's not possible with this, you know, with, an, I guess your, your traditional business. Yeah. yeah and so you're, you're held I think, back by other people, mainly your boss. And well, you're part of something where your boss says, well, you need to work hard so you can be, make more than I do, you know? And, mm -hmm. and that's the goal of most multi-level marketing that are legitimate. Now there are some out there that are not legitimate. I mean, hundred percent. Yes. You know, we can agree with that. Uh, before I did, did this one, I was like, well, I need to research it. And uh, <laughs> I researched every single one of them that uh, came my, came across my path. And uh, I stopped for personal reasons. Um, nothing against the company, just personal mm -hmm. reasons. And, uh, well, you started your own business too, though, too. I so, did, and I'm doing yeah. this podcast, you know, and I work full-time somewhere else too. No one, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, but that's yeah, because I want to be marketable wherever I go. And that's the way you want as well. Anyone who is in multi-level marketing in regular generic business or multi-level marketing have to understand that we're all gunning for the top position. And mm -hmm. sometimes when you're doing it in a generic way, it's like, I'm not, I'm not making it. But if I do it the non-traditional way, I can make more money in a lifetime than most. Now, do you believe as you uh, started this goal, and I know you probably have done this for everything else, um, have you written out your plan and made it, you know, laid it out before you and said, this is where I'm going to be. This is how I'm planning it. Do you do that as a pr primary practice? Yes. <laughs> it is uh we have what we call our dream boards and yeah. i'm currently working on my dream board right now and as silly as this may sound you literally cut out pictures and mm -hmm. you put them on a board exactly right <laughs> exactly it, it's it's i don't want to say i don't know how to like not scientifically proven but like mm -hmm. if you write down your goals and you put them on a board and you see them every day, like sticky notes, sticky notes places, put sticky notes places, make a dream board, do these things, you're more likely going to accomplish them. I don't know what the mm -hmm. actual percentage is. I've heard it before, but it's true. And, and, and it's just, that's what, that's one of the things that I do. And I'm just so passionate about building this. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I want to help people and this is the vehicle for me to be able to help people. Absolutely. And I, first of all, I want to help myself too, mm -hmm. of course. Like I am, let's just say, um, very in debt from mm -hmm. my collegiate adventures and um <laughs> i remember those days believe me <laughs> yep and um i also have my own i bought my own car in 2018 and so between those two things i'm very much in debt i don't really want mm. to say that number but one of my goals is to obviously like help myself pay off that debt because the last thing that I want to do is be indebted to our government for the rest of my life. And yeah, really. I think, 
just to, one of the things I really want to talk about is like society and our, and the expectations of society to like, how do I put it to, to do what society expects you to do, I guess, like Mm -hmm. going from like being in that collegiate atmosphere and going through my majors and, and being said like, okay, you're going to go to college. You're going to get a job. You're going to work your way up the corporate ladder and you know, then you'll retire. Oh wait, maybe there'll be a social security, but maybe there won't for you and your generation. Um, let's see, let's, you know, let's do all these things. And I just, I just, I, for some reason, it's like this deep down, like core feeling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through all the motions. I got my bachelor's. I went straight into my master's program. I worked in the athletic department. I really loved working in the athletic department and I found my niche in sport marketing and and sport management, but I still felt like I needed something more. I'm like, exactly. I am I, like I said, I feel like God put me on this earth to help people, to help mm-hmm. animals, to help mm-hmm. anybody that I can. Like, I don't care. Like even right now I'm like going on a tangent at the moment, but, <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> um, like I will give the shirt off my back to help somebody, even yeah. if I'm poor, because I don't like to see anybody struggle. Absolutely. And because I found this business and I'm building my own business, this is going to allow me to eventually make the money that I want to make in order to start an animal rescue, in order to give my parents money to remodel their home, in order to, you know, pay for people's dinners when I go through a drive-thru. Like those are the things that I really actually want to do in my life because I want to put a smile on other people's faces and I want to change people's lives. I remember when we became uh, debt-free back in 2012. Actually, today is the day we became debt-free back in 2012. Congratulations! So cool. hey, That's thank so you. freaking awesome! It is yes. really neat because, let me tell you, we didn't make a lot of money. I don't think I, at that time, was making quite 30000 a year, and mm-hmm. we paid off our debt, which is a miracle in itself. So um, when you hit that point where you're like, thank God, I can actually take care of not just my family, but take care of someone else's need. And mm-hmm. I started writing down my goals. And one thing I learned was over se- it's, it is 75% of people who write down their goals will actually hit it. 42% do not if they don't write their goals. See, so, there or, you go. You got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, well, why not be the 75%? Now, does it mean you're going to hit every single goal? Well, no. No. But I'm, I'm one miracle away from hitting something. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on. So as you've been going on this journey of financial freedom and learning and, and, and being 25, that's a miracle that you're getting it that young. I wish I had gotten it way before then because I wouldn't have gotten all the money I had for degrees that I didn't get, you know, <laughs> you know just saying that quotation marks for those who are listening on the podcast oh. uh, and not watching on YouTube, you know, but uh, you know, it, it, truthfully and honestly though, it comes to the point where you go, am I going to just poo poo everything that someone tells me that could be successful or am I going to listen to it and say, Okay, God, if you want this for me, you got to make it clear because I'm not the brightest crayon in the box, apparently. So tell me what I need to do. And uh, the Bible tells us that a man who is surrounded by wise counsel will be rich. 
rich doesn't always mean money, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'll take it, you know, because I've got a lot of things I want to take <laughs> care of. Hello. You know, yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> had someone tell me once, I don't want to ever be a millionaire. I'm like, why not? I mean, give me the million dollars. I'll take care of a lot of things that you need to take care of. And I have a little fun with it too. I'm not going to lie, you know, but because I think, you know, God's word tells us the, the riches are made for us to be good. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll get on a tangent if I'm sitting here preaching much longer, you know, but <laughs> for sure, it's just the way it is, you know. And so as you've been going on this journey of, of fitness and of wellness and uh, of taking the multi-level marketing, what would you, combining all that lovely stuff, because a lot of people say that's all different, what would you say would be the hardest thing that you've had to deal with and the best thing that you've had to deal with? Mm. Hardest thing is, is honestly my mind. Yeah. Um, truly, because I have grown up my whole life thinking the traditional, you go to high school, you go to college, you get your degrees, you get a job, you work in the workforce, you retire, you have your 401k, you have your social security, you have all that stuff. And so that's what's been ingrained in my mind, my whole stinking life. And so it's switching that. I never thought that something like this was possible. I didn't know it was a thing. And so switching my mind to really open because I'm a very open-minded person, but switching my mind, like my career mindset to, to be open-minded has been very hard. That's, that's the hardest thing, but something that, again, going back to Pam, something she says all the time is, is choose your hard, pick your hard. Is it harder to sit there and not message people and reach out to people? Or is it harder Mm -hmm. to, to do it? Yeah. Like what's harder? You know, and I don't want to sit there and not reach out to people because what's the worst someone's going to say? No. Does that mean I'm closer to a yes? Yes. And you know what? I firmly believe that I'm going to find, and I know I've already found quite a few amazing people that have joined my team and that I am building this business with, but Mm -hmm. I firmly believe, and I'm so excited to wake up every day because I know I'm going to eventually find the people that I need to find. That's going to change their lives. Not, and when I say change their lives, I don't just mean the money. Will I mean the products are going to change their lives. The family is going to change their lives. Maybe finding their faith again is going Mm -hmm. to change their lives realizing and seeing the vision that this is something where you can find freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And freedom is happiness Mm -hmm. and happiness changes anxiety and depression. Those things like these are all things that are connected and just, I've, I know I told you before you, before we started that I've, I've been through a lot of trauma and heartbreak and yeah, I think that's, I've always believed in God and I grew up Catholic and, you know, um, my parents kind of forced me to go to church. I'm, you know, whatever, but Hey, love the Lord. <laughs> and here's a secret. Every parent does that's in the church. So you're it, not alone yeah. in that. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Well, yeah. Um, so I just totally forgot my train of thought. What was I saying? 
you were talking about how you had to change your mindset and that now you're helping people and want to help people become free and more free. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe find their faith again. Go ahead. Absolutely. And so I guess, you know, I'm just going to be completely honest. I said, I didn't want to talk about, or like say my debt, but if yeah. one person listens to this and hears my debt and it inspires yep. them, I'm over $125,000 in debt, a hundred thousand and hundred and I think 105,000 of that is my student loans. Isn't that crazy how much money we take out for education and yours is actually on the low end of what I've heard, believe it or not. That makes me want to throw up. Isn't that horrible? Like, goodbye, please. Yeah. And, no, really. and, and of course my car, you know, that's what the $25,000 or whatever the difference is. I don't know the exact number, but yeah. really? Yeah. And, and like about probably $20,000 of that is just interest on my student loans. Oh, easy. Like yeah. how do they expect you to ever get out of debt? How? Mm -hmm. Please stink and tell me like, <laughs> holy crap. And so yep. I am going to run and I'm going to be, I, I firmly believe in being a leader and I want to run with this business and, mm -hmm. and, and, and continue obviously with my current job for now. I, I love what I'm doing currently as well. Yeah. And so I want to do both of these things because I love working with people and I love mm -hmm. being a leader and, you know, I want to help people find their faith in, in, and show them what's possible. Yeah. Um, that there, it, it isn't just, you got to go to school, you got to go to college, you get a job, mm -hmm. you work your nine to five X, Y, Z, you have your weekends off. Like yeah. there is way freaking more. Absolutely. So how has your faith, and I know you mentioned that you were dragged to church like most of us are, <laughs> most of us are with parents <laughs> in church kicking and screaming half the time. Uh, how has the, your faith helped you overcome the trauma that you've been through and to be able to be an inspiration to your team and to other people? That is such a good question. Um, you know, quick side story just about ch dragging your children to, to, to church right so yeah just so people kind of know how how weird and quirky I am when I, I think I was like six my dad took me to church and it was like the hard pews right mm -hmm. and so I was a little I can't swear um I, let's just say I was a little <laughs> s-h-i-t head <laughs> there you go and um I like slid down to the other end of the pew <laughs> And I let one rip. Oh, I nice. was six. Will, I was oh. six. And I yelled out to my dad, God, I 40. Like really loud. Church is in session, Will. Yeah. And you're in the Catholic church think, nonetheless. <laughs> this is why I don't think I ever went back after that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but just kind of a funny little quirky thing about dragging your kids to church. But anyway. <laughs> How, how has that, how has that helped me and in, in my business? Well, let's, um, you know, like I said, I've always believed in, in the Lord. And then, mm -hmm. um, two years ago, I lost my aunt and uncle to murder. Um, my cousin is very mentally ill and he actually, um, stabbed my aunt and uncle to death. Goodness. And I, 
it's a lot easier for me to talk about now. It's been a couple of years and I've been doing a lot of, of thought work and counseling and therapy. So just so everyone knows that. Um, but I will never forget my last year of grad school and how hard that was. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would never do anything to hurt myself but I remember thinking and feeling I never wanted to live like this again. Absolutely. And that is when I started really getting back into reading the scripture and reading my nightly prayers. And I actually, I, I was home for a weekend, one weekend. And I remember I was just kind of going through some random stuff in my room and I had found this little prayer book and it was, it was daily prayers and I opened up the cover of it and it said to Haley from grandma, I love you or something Mm -hmm. like that. Well, that's my mom's mom. And my mom's mom passed away. I think when I was like six or seven and Mm -hmm. I was very close with her. Mm. And the fact that I just found that. Yeah. Randomly. I took that back to college with me and I read that every single night. I yeah. bought a Bible. I bought journals. I bought these things because I had to get my thoughts out. Yeah. Like, and, and through over that time, that was the darkest year of my life yeah. until I was able to come home. And just through counseling and I'm in, I'm in therapy right now. I'm, I'm a firm believer in therapy. (laughs) Like get to a therapist. Uh, I don't care if you're the healthiest, mentally, mentally, healthy. What am I trying to say? Mentally healthy person. If you have the brain that actually works, unlike the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't care if you're healthy mentally. Yeah. It's not, a bad thing to go see a therapist. It, in fact, it's life changing yeah. just to talk to a third party person that is professional and licensed to do these things yeah. to talk to. So whatever, yeah. that's my rant about therapy. But anyway, so over the last year and a half to two years since that tragedy, mm-hmm. I have really just, I don't even know how to put it. Just like done so much self-reflecting and, and, and self-development. And yeah. I, I've reached out to people that have been able to help me that have been through tragedies as well. And, you know, medicine has helped, <laughs> therapy's helped, all these things. Mm-hmm. And, and I see what it's like to be here at the yeah. bottom for those listening. <laughs> I, I, I see what it's like to, to feel like you're in the worst possible place and that claw yourself out of this place. And if I can help other people do that, whether that's just being their friend, whether that's them working with me or being a customer of mine, or if it's someone at the resort that I work at that I'm friends with, it doesn't matter who that is. Like that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about helping people is because I had such a support system who helped me. Yeah. And I just have, I actually have my devotional in front of me right now. 
Mm. And I wanted to give you a couple crazy examples. This is insane, Will. So obviously, you know, I was in Tampa for the It Works conference this past weekend. Yep. Well, I didn't, I took my devotional with me, but we were so busy the whole time. I didn't get to read any of my days and it's a daily devotional. So it just has one devotional and in, in, in verse per day. Well, um, let's see, January 31st. So January 31st, we had a whiteout party that night. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like everybody dressed in white. We went outside, everybody in the company partied. It was a good time. Well, on January 31st, the, um, the scripture said, through your sins are like scarlet. They shall be white as snow. That's crazy. And I wrote in capital letters, this was the first, this was the day of our whiteout party at conference. Mm -hmm. And it says, Lord Jesus, thank you for die, dying for all of my sins that I may, may be cleansed of them. I am humbled and grateful. Amen. That I'm cleansed mm. white. I, yeah. Oh my God. Wait, that's nothing though. February 1st was the, the last day of conference and our CEO kept saying, we're going to rise. We're going to rise. We're going to become better. We're, we're going to become more. We're going to become more. Yeah. And this day it said, God loves you, whether you tend to run or relax, take a moment right now to stop, to listen and to be present in the moment. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm grateful you carry out your purposes around the world. Help me to rest in your sovereign goodness today. Amen. Like, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, that I, the last day of conference, we're talking about rising. And I was emotional. I've been going all day. My mind was going crazy. And then I read this and it says, you tend to run or relax. Take a moment right now to be present. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. I'm going to be present. And then on February 2nd, we're leaving Tampa. And so I'm thinking to myself, this company is faith-based. We have a worship service on Thursday night of our conference and we're getting ready to leave Tampa, Tampa. And I'm thinking, okay, we're faith-based. I, I read February 2nd. It says now consider the fact that it is God who does all the work in your life. Lord, I thank you for giving me a new heart. Mm -hmm. Please protect it. And I, and as I do so, may you be glorified. Absolutely. It's pretty cool. What? Like yep. just everything just connected for me. And I'm just like, I, in these little things that I've noticed over the last year and a half, it's been little things like this, whether it's reading my daily devotional or, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's reading my, my, my prayer book every morning or just talking to God or talking to my family about God or whatever the heck the circumstances may be. Yeah. Like, there's just been little connections and I'm a believer and yeah. I know that although they went in a horrible, tragic, awful, unimaginable way mm -hmm. that they are safe now. That's right. No more sorrow, no more tears for sure. Right. Yeah. And I want to mm -hmm. help other people. I, I just think that like, I let everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Right. 
And I don't think until now I knew what my reason was. Yeah. And something that I'm really passionate about is finding or like living your purpose. So purpose isn't, you're not trying to find your purpose. You are your purpose. Yeah. And shout out to Trent Shelton for that because Trent Shelton is amazing. And he also has an amazing podcast that I've listened to every single one of them over and over again. And he says, I am purpose. If you're trying to find your purpose, mm-hmm. you're going to be running around forever. Yeah, your you're purpose is it. inside of you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think my whole life has just kind of come back full circle because I've said, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah. Yeah. And then my aunt and uncle pass away and I go through the most horrible year of my, of my life. Yeah. And then I, I have a good job and now I found this job as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to see and feel that my purpose this whole time of them passing away has been to find, to find God, yeah. to find the Lord more, to live that and then to mm-hmm. help other people. If that, I hope that makes sense. Absolutely does. And I, I believe that God, you know, God makes those things happen. Uh, not your, your, you know, I'm just in general in life that things happen mm-hmm. because God can use it. And book of Romans chapter eight, it says that all things are, are made for good from, you know, for those who believe. And I believe that that is absolutely hundred percent true, you know, especially whatever tragedies we go through. And whether mm-hmm. it's small or large, God uses it all. So I appreciate you sharing all this with my guests today. And um, I'm just grateful that we had a chance, even you know, even though it's a short time, we've had such a, a great chance to, to fellowship, to minister, and to show people no matter what you do, God's got a great plan for your life. If you could leave this, my guess, with one thing, what be, would be the one thing that you would leave them tonight? Um, I would say you're enough. You're enough. And you are purpose. Um, and to really just find that deep inside of yourself. And yes. that's, that's what I've been working on. And I never, I never knew why they passed away, why it happened, why I always ask myself why, and I'm not asking myself why anymore because they passed away for all of this to happen in my life. Yeah. That's, that's how, that's how I, I I look at it. And I know that. Absolutely. And I've, I've found, or I'm still, I guess I should say, I'm still working on living this new purpose. Yeah. Um, and so I would just say that you are enough and you are purpose. You were created for a reason to be here, Mm -hmm. to live this life. And however you may find that is just, I just encourage people to really, really remind themselves of that. Absolutely. And it's so important. And that's a great, a great, you know, way to end the program know that each and every one of our listeners that are listening right now uh, whether you're listening or watching um, you're enough 100% and and God loves you whether you're the lowest man on the totem pole or the greatest CEO in the world mm-hmm. he has no respect for persons he loves you regardless and so and treat people a, how you want to be treated absolutely that's, 
one hundred percent. Just love thy neighbor. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking time to to share and to be a part of this amazing program because of people like yourself. So what do you say we call?